Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. It is 6.35. Let's cross to Israel. To Rolene Marks for our first Israel report. Rolene Marks, a very good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm good and you. I think like everybody, we're up and down on this extremely emotional roller coaster at the moment. Yeah, that that is for sure. It's almost... You know, we sit glued, waiting. What's happening with the list? Is it going to be extended? Are mothers going to be included? Is baby queer there? It, it, it's just too much. And then every day there seems to be all of these complications. Rolene, is there a sense that they are deliberate or is this just the chaos of war? I think it's a, it's a bit of both. I think it's the, the chaos of war, but I think it's also very, very deliberate. And you can tell by the, uh, the way that we see these optics coming out from Hamas and what we're learning more and more from those that have been held captive. Uh, but let's talk about Baby Kafir for mm. a second. I see he is the headline story in the Daily Mail. And, and, I, and I must give it to the British tabloids, uh, contrary to what a certain former prince and his idiot wife will tell you. <laughs> they have really... And, really I thought been, I was, and I thought I was being a bit blunt this morning. <laughs> Rolly Marks, according to the former <laughs> prince and his idiot wife, <laughs> she says... Uh, <laughs> The, the tabloids, the British tabloids are actually doing the job that the BBC and Sky News, uh, should be doing, which is exposing the terror organizations for, for what they are and calling them terrorist organizations. Not, not Jeremy Bowen, who said, yeah, I got that wrong, but hey, I don't regret it. Uh, we do believe now that, uh, Kafir Bibas, the youngest hostage, that's 10 months old, and his brother and mother, uh, have been moved uh, into the south of Gaza to Khan Yunus and are being held by the PFLP, that's the Popular mm. Front for the Liberation of Palestine. Uh, this, of course, is excruciating, not just for the Bibas family, but for the whole uh, country and, and, and the whole Jewish nation. And I see many, many people around the world saying, where is the baby? Mm. Where is the baby? Uh, but we're hearing some really, really horrendous accounts coming from the hostages uh, themselves. Uh, one hostage mother saying she was forced to write a thank you note about Hamas. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? Another account uh, coming in saying that Yehia Sinwa, who is the most wanted man in Israel at the moment, the mastermind behind this, visited them in the tunnels and said, no harm will come to you. And looking at the uh, zombie apocalypse of stupid on social media, who say, you see, he is a nice man. He is not a nice man. The, the mastermind and killer behind the massacre of your family and friends standing in front of you must have been terrifying. And we know now that our hostages have been kept in tunnels in the dark with very little food. Uh, Alma uh, Abraham's fighting for her life, uh, a lot of blame from her family, and rightly so, to the, uh, to the uh, International Red Cross for not ensuring that she got the medications. And, and, and here we really have to castigate the Red Cross because they say, you know, they're neutral and, and they can't, you know, just barge in. You can insist and you can ensure that people are receiving their medications. But I don't know how would they're too busy allowing that release prisoners to fly Hamas flags in their buses and, mm, um, mm. And, and, and cars, which is a violation 
of international law and the Geneva Conventions. There's no doubt that there's been a significant shift, certainly in the Jewish world. There's an open or, or the pro or supportive of Israel world, maybe not only the Jewish world, but there's been a very, very clear um, move from undercurrents of dissatisfaction with the United Nations, with UNRWA, with the World Health Organization, with the Red Cross. It's been beneath the surface because it was, it was quite intangible. Yes, uh, UNRWA, maybe we could, we could uh, prove more. But this has become very overt now. There's been a very significant shift uh, to a, a very open hostility from supporters of Israel uh, to these organizations. It's, it, it's going to be very interesting how they play it from here because certainly I, uh, as an observer of, of, of this war, uh, obviously somebody with bias, I am, I do have a bias, uh, but, but certainly it's, it, it leaves me absolutely disgusted with those organizations and I would imagine that this is a feeling shared by many. Well, let's also not forget UNICEF, who last mm, week on mm. World Children's Day neglected to mention one Israeli child held hostage uh, or massacred, raped and uh, tortured on the 7th of October. And not to forget UN women, and you know I've been speaking about this a lot, but as a Jewish woman, as an Israeli, the message that I have received from UN women and other women's organizations is that my life, and the life of my beautiful uh, Jewish sisters uh, around the world and here in Israel don't matter, doesn't matter if we are raped, tortured and murdered. It took a massive campaign from organizations like WITSO, Naamat, uh, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, the government itself with uh, believe Israeli woman, you know, you, me too, unless you're a Jew, to actually get UN women on Saturday 50 days after our sisters were tortured, raped, and uh, mutilated and murdered, to issue a statement saying they are alarmed at reports of uh, violence against women. Alarmed? It's like Tuli Madonsela was saddened. We're not alarmed. Interesting. Now, she's gone very quiet in the last week or so. Very, very, very quiet. And I wonder what's happened there talking about, talking about people who, who have a, who, who have an influence. It's just very, very interesting. Rolene, just talk to me about the, about the extension. What is the story? Well, we do know that uh, the, the truce or the ceasefire is likely to be extended for two days so that we can get our hostages out, as many as possible. But understand, and in the uh, Israeli military, the government are resolute that we will continue to ensure that Hamas is eradicated. Uh, uh, we have made that very, very certain in, uh, in absolute terms. But we do have an opportunity here to save lives. And I know many are saying, but this gives Hamas time to uh, regroup uh, and uh, to, to, to re-strengthen. Just remember, we have dealt them a significant blow. They wouldn't be begging for ceasefires if it wasn't for the fact that we've dealt them a significant blow. And it also gives our guys, our army, uh, a, a chance to, to uh, shore up their strength 
and, and, and strategy and uh, go back to battle. And, of course, we'll keep following that story. It is 6.43. Rolene Marks, thank you, as always, for bringing us the latest news from Israel first thing in the morning.